Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Had a couple of video topics recently where everyone sent me a note said, Steve, check out this story. But it doesn't always happen that way. And I got a note yesterday from a guy named Adam who said, hey, Steve, has everyone sent you this one yet? Has everyone sent you this one? No, no. In fact, <laughs> you're the only person. One person sent me this. So Adam, thank you very much. From the Federal Trade Commission itself's website, ftc.gov, FTC pauses CARS rule effective date. So I mentioned a while back that the Federal Trade Commission had come up with new rules for used car dealers, uh, and I believe car dealers in general, but primarily aimed at used car dealers, uh, about some of the more egregious things they sometimes do. And so the Federal Trade Commission has come up with some new rules to govern what they can do and so on. And now they're saying, well, the rules are still going to go into effect. It's going to push them back because of the confusion about what it's going to take to comply with these rules. So the decision still protects the consumers, but it also protects law-abiding dealers from uncertainty created by inaccurate claims that the rule requires an overhaul by honest dealers. So they're actually saying we are going to delay the effective date of this rule because of the confusion caused by people saying things about it that are false. (laughs) Okay? The Federal Trade Commission has issued an order postponing the effective date of the Combating Auto Retail Scams Rule, the CARS Rule, while a legal challenge against the rule is pending. So there's also a legal challenge against it. Two industry groups have petitioned to overturn the rule, claiming that the rule should be stayed while the court challenge is pending in its order. The commission notes that these assertions rest on mischaracterizations of what the rule requires. Specifically, the commission's order points to the inaccurate arguments that the rule will increase compliance costs for car dealers, which is not true for dealers who currently follow the law. So they're basically saying, look, so many dealers out there do the right thing that this law won't affect them, assuming they keep doing what they're doing. Business as usual, you'll be fine. The commission's order states, in fact, the rule does not impose substantial costs, if any, on dealers that presently comply with the law. And to the extent there are costs, those are outweighed by the benefits to consumers, to law-abiding dealers, and to fair competition, as honest dealers will not be at a competitive disadvantage relative to dishonest dealers. The commission's order explains that the petitioner's suggestion that legally compliant dealers have to make unnecessary changes uh, is a misunderstanding of the rule. The commission further notes that if the court reviewing the rule grants expedited review, as the litigants have requested, a stay of the effective date should not postpone implementation of the rule by more than a few months. The rule was set to go into effect on July 30th of this year. As the commission noted in finalizing the rule, the CARS rule will save consumers more than $3 billion a year and an estimated 72 million hours each year shopping for vehicles by targeting persistent and illegal bait-and-switch scams and junk fees in the car buying process. Uh, The commission voted to approve the issuance of the order 3-0. The uh, Federal Trade Commission works to promote competition and protect and educate consumers. You can learn more about the consumer topics at consumer.ftc.gov, or you can report fraud, scams, and bad business practices there as well. They have a reporting page. Follow the FTC on social media, for instance, if you want to know more about the stuff on a daily basis. And so the primary things they talk about in the rule is bait and switch, and then also junk fees, and then Uh, things they sell that are either worthless or horrifically overpriced. So the bait and switch is a common one. 
And I hear about this all the time. It's one of the most common complaints I get at my office. People say, Steve, I was car shopping. I found my dream car online. And I called and I said, is this car still for sale? Yes, it is. I'm going to come look at it. Okay, you go look at it. You show up at the dealership and they go, oh, that car we sold it like three days ago. You go, I just called. They come back and they go, oh, um, we're sorry, we sold it five minutes ago. And it's obvious that they just tell people like, oh, yeah, the car's still here. When they call just to get them to come in. And I've had friends as recently as last year tell me that they fell for this because you don't think it's a scam. You see an ad for a car as a photograph of it. It's parked in front of the dealer, so they, you know, clearly they sell cars. There's a photograph of the car, and you call, and they say the car is available. And then you show up and say, I'm here to look at this car. They go, oh, we sold that, we sold that days ago. The car's long gone, long gone. And they said, oh, well, I just called. They come back, oh, no, we sold it five minutes ago. We literally, just five minutes ago. And it's possible that these dealerships are all mistakenly saying the cars were sold a long time ago when they were just all sold five minutes ago. But I know somebody who said, Steve, I called and I got the dealership within 15 minutes. They said, well, we sold it 10 minutes ago. You can't sell a car and get it off the lot in 10 minutes. And so we know that this is a common problem. Is it a scam? How widespread is it? How much does it harm somebody? I don't know how you quantify those things, but it's, it's an actual thing that still happens. The other thing that they're talking about here, of course, is the junk fees, the fees that get tacked onto every single car sale in North America. And you go to buy a car, they go, here's how much it's going to cost you. You say, okay, fine, I agree on that price. Then you realize that when they start adding up what you owe, that's the top number. And they start adding in all these other things below that, including things like documentation fees. They're going to charge you to document the sale. Now, <laughs> they're required by law to document the sale. And I know what you're going to say, you're going to say, Steve, come on, they got to fill paperwork out, they're going to charge you for that. Oh, I understand that. But when all this stuff is being done by uh, computers and printers, you just hit print and it just does it, uh, is it $100 fee or whatever they charge you, is it necessary? And, and by the way, I know that some people have told me they've negotiated that away. They've said, okay, I don't want to pay that fee, and if I have to pay it, I'm not going to buy that car. But there's also other things they do too. And there are other junk fees or add-ons that they dump on you. And another common one I hear about all the time, People say, Steve, I was buying a used car. It was being sold as is. I said, I'm a little concerned about the car being sold as is. And they go, oh, well, we've got this, this, uh, this warranty here that you can purchase. Uh, and, and they buy the warranty. And they discover the warranty doesn't cover anything or it covers very little. Or a lot of these third-party warranty companies, the warranties aren't that valuable. I've also heard people tell me that they were going to buy the car and they're told, you must buy this warranty to buy this car. We won't sell you this car without that warranty. It's required by law or things like that. And, you know, you have to understand what as-is means in the states that allow as-is sales. Because some states, like Michigan, allows a dealership to sell a car as-is. And once you sign, it's yours. And for some odd reason, whenever I mention this topic, I'll get somebody to go, well, Steve, obviously you get three days to return the car. No, you don't. Obviously. Then they'll say, well, Steve, it's obviously got to get off the lot. No. Once you sign, it's your car, and you walk out to your car. Let's suppose you go put the key in the car, and it won't start. 
It was running 10 minutes ago, but now it won't start. They can actually tell you, get your car off our lot or we'll have it towed off. It's your car. And so a lot of people thinking that that's too harsh to be real don't understand, well, that's the law, though. The law in states that allow as-is sales mean it's your car and you bought it as-is. So if it had a defect that just happened to rear its ugly head 30 seconds after you bought the car, that's on you. And no, there's no 30-second rule either. It could have happened the moment you bought the car. Could have happened before you bought the car. But the point is, you bought it, it's yours, as is. No implied warning merchantability, no nothing. Nothing. And they can disclaim that. So the point behind the cars rule is to eliminate some of those more egregious things, such as the old bait and switch, and then get rid of some of those junk fees or things that add no value. And they've talked about how they will occasionally sell people things that don't even apply to their car. And they just bury all kinds of stuff in that big stack of numbers. So in Michigan, if you go to buy a car at a dealership these days, you're buying a used car, there's an application for title. It's called RD-108. And the document has down the right-hand side the column that includes every single itemized number that adds up to what you wind up paying at the very, very bottom, right? And if you go through there, and I've gone through this with customers many, many times, clients, I've gone through this with clients many, many times, and they'll go, I didn't know I paid for that. I didn't know I paid for that. What's this? And they're asking me. It's like, I wasn't there. You should have asked the salesperson, what's this? But that, that ship has probably already left the barn. So the Federal Trade Commission has agreed to pause the effective date of the CARS rule, pausing it, because of the, what they say, inaccurate claims being made about how much it will cost honest dealers, which they say won't cost them anything. Because if honest dealers aren't doing any of these rules, they don't need to worry about it. Just inform your staff, by the way, these new rules kick into place, but since we don't do this here, it won't affect us, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> so that's from the Federal Trade Commission themselves. Adam sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The greatest loss is what dies inside us while we live.